You're listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 316. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. Welcome to another exciting episode of our podcast, the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. I'm thrilled to have you joining us today as we dive into a topic that is of the utmost importance, alignment check. Is your business on the right path to success? As we approach the end of the year, many of us are eager to make positive changes for the new year and what better time than now to perform an alignment check in our professional lives and personal lives in order to prepare for 2024. We'll explore the intricacies of the subject shortly with my amazing guest, Laura, joining us all the way from the good old US of A. But before we get started, this episode is sponsored by my two-hour live strategy and goal planning workshop happening November 14th and November 16th. You get to choose which day works best for you. During our two hours live together, you'll get the chance to reflect on the last year, explore your products and your services, pricing team, and ultimately come up with your strategy and goals for 2024. Hundreds of businesses around the world have done my yearly two-hour live strategy and goal planning workshop, and they say it's the best workshop they've attended for strategy and goal setting. You can grab your ticket at AngelaHenderson.com.au, and at the very top of the page, you will see the banner that says two-hour strategy and goal planning workshop. The best part, it's pay what you can to attend with a minimum of $33 to join the two hours of awesomeness. Don't go into 2024 with chaos. A plan is what you need. I've personally had a strategy in the first six months that made me my first five-figure month in less than six months. I've had a strategy every year after and continues to help scale my business on the right trajectory for growth. My clients use my strategies to make six and seven figures too. It starts with strategy. Not hope, not winging it, that will only get you so far. Strategy is what you need, and you need it in a way that works for you, your family, and your business model. Sign up for my two-hour strategy and goal planning workshop to get you ready for 2024. Head to AngelaHenderson.com.au. Simply click at the very top banner and secure your spot for either the November 14th or November 16th session, and there will be a replay if you cannot make it live. Now, let's get into today's amazing episode. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show, Laura. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today. And I know we're going to be diving deeper into the alignment check. And I think it's such a great time for this to be happening, especially with it being end of the year. And so many entrepreneurs wanting and thinking about change. And they probably deep down know that they might be out of alignment and that things need to change. So I'm excited to have your expertise here today. 
But before we get started, I always like to ask my guests a fun question so that the audience can get to know you a little bit better. So my fun question to you is, I was doing my research for this podcast, looking on your Instagram, and there's definitely a common theme that I started to see on your Instagram feed. Maybe it's not a theme, maybe it's an object, and it's this coffee cup that you have that I've seen in a few photos. So my question to you is, I never want to assume that you're in love with coffee, but the photos would lead me to believe that you've got a love for coffee. So on a scale of one to 10, how obsessed are you with coffee? I mean, coffee is a necessity, right? Like (laughs) it's a, it's a daily thing. Like I love the, I don't know, just like the flavor and the warmth and just like the conversation that usually happens around coffee. And then of course, as you've seen on my page, you know, just having a a great mug that is a form of self-expression, I think is always a bonus. So I'm going to, I'm going to go a solid 10 coffee is (laughs) Super I was going to say that, but I never want to assume, but I was like, I feel like she loves this. It's funny. My um, boyfriend, Grant, we've been dating for nine months now and I'm always typically up earlier. So I would go get us his coffee, bring it to him. And he, he basically told me like, listen, I really love that you're doing this gesture for me. But he said, there's something about the morning routine with coffee. He's like, I just need to do my first coffee myself. And he's like, and then you can take it. And I was like, you know, is, is this a thing? And he's like, yeah, there's like lots of people that just need to do that first routine. I was like, okay. I was like, thanks for telling me. I said, I won't do your coffee anymore. So yeah. You know, I, now that you say that, I think about like some of the times that my husband has brought me coffee and, and he is so right. Like, I like the the act of that first one, but the second cup, I could I could literally care less. Like, yes, please bring, <laughs> please bring it to me. Bring it to me. So yes, and it was interesting. And I was like, well, yeah, things are communicating. So there's like an ongoing joke: don't touch the coffee until after the first one's in a system. So yes. Now today. Some of the guests listening may or may not know you. And so I'd love for you in a simple nutshell, do you know what I mean? Tell us about what you do to help other amazing businesses around the world. Yeah, absolutely. So I am Laura Ora. I'm an alignment coach and I host a show called The Gutsy Podcast. I help women get out of their own way so they can do the things that they actually want to do instead of the shit that they've been told that they should. Ooh, I love it. And tell me more about The Gutsy Podcast. What type of juicy conversations do you have over there? Yeah, I oh, the Gutsy podcast is um, four and a half years old now. I think that we have similar timeframes of age of our podcast, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, we're having conversation. Yeah, look, I'm all about having the conversations about the things that we're all thinking and feeling, but maybe don't have the space, the capacity, the support, or even you know, just knowing where to begin to have mm-hmm. this conversation. So we're talking about business, of course, but we're also talking about what's going on inside of our minds. We're talking about the thoughts and the feelings that we often feel and experience, but feel like we're the only ones. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the stuff that gets in the way, but we're also talking about the stuff that lights us up, right? Mm-hmm. The painting, painting the picture of the possibility. So mm-hmm. it's a it's an open forum space where we're we're talking about moving forward, getting unstuck, getting out of our own way, um, and and really pursuing a life and a business that fills us. And I like that. I think you said like painting your light up. I think you said something along those lines. And it's like it, there's so much that I think as entrepreneurs we beat ourselves up so often. You know, we're not going fast enough. We're not doing enough. We're not being enough. Uh, look at Susie, you know, comparing her chapter 50 with your chapter one, you know, and I think those real and raw conversations are a necessity, you know, not even a want, but a necessity, especially when you're starting out in business. But also as you hit the trajectory of growth and scale, there's different conversations that we similar, but still different when we start to scale up our business. And a lot of times, like I'll be like, I'll say to my team, I'm like, 
well, why doesn't Amy Porterfield talk about this? You know, she's kind of been doing this for years, but I still don't hear about it, for example, right? They'll talk briefly, but I think these open conversations are needed. So I'm glad that you're having them. And for anyone, you know, we'll make sure that we include the link to her particular podcast in the show notes. Um, but for now, let's get into the alignment check. Um, and is your business on the right path to success? So I want to start off by defining just so that we're all on the same page today, alignment. What is alignment? Yeah, you know, it's it's a word that I think is is getting talked about more often now, which I'm so glad because, you know, I find that so many people walk around not even realizing that they're out of alignment simply yeah. because it's a new concept, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I think of alignment, I am thinking of doing the things that light you up, that leaning into what you desire, what you want, you know, evaluating your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your your wants, your needs in life, and then choosing to do the thing that feels right to you, taking the one next step, and choosing to live a life, build a business and grow on this earth and alongside other people by honoring yourself, right? Like so often, we unintentionally give away parts of ourselves to people, circumstances and situations, we do what we're what we were told to do, we do what we think we should do, we do what someone has taught us because they've had success. And we end up with this kind of diluted Frankenstein version of ourselves because we've absorbed everything that everyone else has told us to do. But when is the last time that you stopped and asked yourself, what do I actually want in this Mm -hmm. situation? And so alignment to me is honoring your wants. It's honoring your needs. It's voicing yourself and then choosing to take the path that's maybe not always so easy, but you know, it's going to guide you to the right place. With that, I mean, how often in your experience do you think women are consciously actually looking at their wants minimal two Mm percent at most Mm -hmm. because listen like especially through the lens of women you know roles responsibilities societal expectations patriarchal bullshit like i mean we could go on and on and on Mm -hmm. and we are just now starting to live in a time frame i believe where women are being not only encouraged to look at what they want, but they're starting to honor that. And we're Mm -hmm. banding together and lifting one another as we're doing it. And I think that that's such a beautiful timeframe to be witnessing, because it changes everything, right? Like, there's a million things going on at any given moment in any single day, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we were talking earlier about to do lists and things going on and, and shifting things around and just all this stuff that we forget to just pause. Like Mm -hmm. there's this incredible power in pausing even just for a minute to Mm -hmm. check in with yourself. And, and we're just simply not doing it. It's funny. You mentioned the word pause. I just ran my four day women's and business retreat in Bali and the amount of women who had never taken a holiday for themselves. And by day three, most of them were in tears. Do you know what I mean? Because It was that what you're talking about. They had time to sleep. They had time to eat really good food, right? They had time to connect deeper with themselves. And there was a little bit of grief that was there for not all of them, but some of them, right? The grief of the loss of who they were, right? And who were they for other people and not themselves? And I won't go too much because some of it's quite personal for those particular women. But what I'm saying is, is that opportunity to pause isn't happening. And, and I know we're getting to the end of the year. And I know there's a lot of stuff on social media that talks about only 35 business days left until this or however many days to Black Friday, hustle, hustle, go, go, go. 
But in my experience, sometimes the best thing you can do at this part of the year is stabilize, rest, and pause. Absolutely. But yet in the world that we're in, it's like, keep going, hit your quarter four goals. But what if rest and pausing are your quarter four goals? What if that's exactly what you need to bring yourself into alignment in order to make 2024 your best year yet, right? But yet, go ahead. Absolutely. I mean, it. that's where we we get to hear ourselves. You know, when mm-hmm. we create space, we create capacity. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, we can see things more clearly. We get those downloads of the next idea, that thing that you've been beating your head up against the wall trying to figure out, all of a sudden, the answer presents itself, right? Like, when we're consistently going, when we're always pushing, I'm glad you brought up this whole end of year, like, countdown type of thing, because I even feel myself leaning into it. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, it's only and then I'm like, hold on a second. That doesn't have to mean anything. Mm. It literally doesn't have to mean anything unless I make it. And yeah, so you know, not falling into that's more of the shoulds. That's Mm. more of the societal expectations. So really just pausing and saying like, okay, I if I create space, I create capacity. And that is just as important as any strategy that you can put in place, any, any product that you can create like that. I, to me, I think that that's an essential part of being a business owner is creating space. Well, I think that is a strategy, right? So people think the strategy is the funnels or the next email or the next Facebook ad. But to me, the strategy is actually resting and pausing. It's not coincidence that when we're in the shower, some of our best ideas come to us. We don't have our phone. We don't have distractions from everyone else. We're just in the water, right? And in that moment, and some of my best, most creative ideas have come from that. Same thing with like getting a massage. Just in there, lying there, nothing else to do, but have a massage. Ideas flow to me. And it's like, again, integrating those elements of pausing, I just think is crucial. But yet we're continuing to add more and more to our to-do list and becoming more and more unaligned. And so when we talk about alignment, Do you just mean alignment for business or are you saying like people should be looking at alignment collectively for their life as a whole? Collectively. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because you can be in or out of alignment in any area of your life, in Mm -hmm. your business, in your products, in your services, in your pricing, in your tone, in your branding, right? Like all of that with business. Mm -hmm. But the same goes for your life. When we're talking about friendships and relationships, where you live, the town that you're in, the kind of car that you drive, right? Like how you're dressing, how you're showing up for yourself. Anything can be in or out of alignment. And the more pieces that we start to click into alignment, the easier everything gets. And I know we're going to get to that in a minute, but the easier truly everything gets to be and the more enjoyable everything gets to be. So, you know, it's really kind of taking this bird's eye view of of stopping and saying like, is this what I want? How does this make me feel checking in with yourself, even just giving yourself permission to start to explore that? Because I know for some people, this is a big question, right? When we're talking about changing. Yeah, when we're talking about like, what do I actually want? More often than not, I would say nine times out of 10, when I ask a woman, what do you actually want? Blank stare. Mm -hmm. The answer is usually I have no idea or no one's ever asked me that before. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're listening and you're like, "Cool, that's like a really big question. I don't know." That's okay. Right? Like we don't have to flip the whole table over overnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, I recommend not doing that. But uh, again, if you just 
yeah, if you just start to lean into noticing, mm-hmm. just start noticing. That's one of the most powerful things that you can do if you're just kind of getting started or you're ready for an evolution is just start noticing. How, do the, how does this make me feel? Is this truly what I want? And some of those answers are going to start to come forward the more that you spend time noticing. And sometimes in my own experience is that there are tough conversations you have to have with yourself and they might decisions that have to be made that might not be what society wants, might not be what family members want. Um, And I also think that, you know, I remember reading in the book, uh, 10X is Easier Than 2X by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And they talked about, you know, there's a notion of alignment, in my opinion, that correlates directly with your identity, our identity. And that when we start to actually ask ourselves these bigger questions and what we want, we actually also have to be okay with letting go of who we are and who we're going to become. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a shedding, right? There's a lot of Uh each of our personalities that have been formed through different scenarios, life experiences, you know, what we've absorbed along the way. And when you start to get still and notice this stuff about yourself and really have those deep conversations, you realize that like, the next step is change. The next mm-hmm. step is a, is a decision. The next step is moving forward with that or not, because what's the alternative? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you have the information. Now you see things more clearly. So what's the alternative? I'm mm-hmm. either going to continue on this path and, and keep things the way that they are, or I'm going to lean into temporary discomfort and make a change. Mm-hmm. I like that you brought up the, the temporary, temporary discomfort. People think, I think we paint, well, we paint in our, this picture in the head that the discomfort's going to be there forever, but it yes. won't be there forever. It just, we, you know, we make it bigger than Ben Hurt. We make everything feel like it's going to be, you know, I remember when I asked my husband for a divorce on Christmas day, a couple of years ago, again, it wasn't planned like that, but it happened. But I knew that the shedding was going to have to happen. I knew the discomfort was going to be there. I knew when I told my kids that there was going to be sadness in their eyes. I knew it was all coming. But I also knew that I owed it to myself. Uh, when I looked in the mirror, it was at 11 o'clock Christmas Day, and I was like, I'm not going into another year like this. I'm not doing it. I owe it to myself. And from that shedding, you know, I, I lost almost 30 pounds. I found love again. My relationships with my kids are better than ever before. And yes, there was discomfort. Yes, there was tears, but I would much rather have that discomfort than continue on this path, this trajectory of just waking up and going through the motion of life, right? Like, Absolutely. Because when you choose to not lean into that, the alternative is to stay in the perpetuating discomfort. Mm-hmm. That That's daily, mm-hmm. sometimes hourly, right? Like that is, that will continue, period. Mm-hmm. But when you lean into the change, you make a hard decision and you lean into the temporary discomfort. I say it's temporary because you're breaking a cycle. Mm. You're choosing something new. And yes, there's going to be challenges along the way. Yes, you're probably going to have to learn some new stuff. Yes, you're going to have to navigate some new waters. But you don't have to stay in that same situation anymore. And that frees you, my friend. I mean, you experienced that firsthand. It frees you. Mm-hmm. And and that, when you get a little taste of that, even when you start with some of the smallest things in your life, when you start to taste that, you're like, oh, this is what my version of alignment looks like. Because I think that's a really important thing to cover is that my alignment looks very different than yours. 100%. Looks very Looks d- very different than the person listening right now. So really tasting what your own version of alignment 
looks and feels like, you're going to be like, okay, this, we have started a whole new thing and I'm here for it. Yeah. For those that are listening and they're going, okay, this is well and good, but how do I know if I'm no longer in alignment? How, how can they recognize if they're not in alignment? You know, I think that there's a lot of things. First, foremost, and always, I'm a huge advocate for tuning into your body. Your mm-hmm. body is a compass. It is forever communicating with you and telling you something. Mm-hmm. So starting to to tune into and notice what does my body do and say when it's a hell yes versus yeah. when this is out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Because when you go, let's let's take it from a business perspective, right? If you go to take on a client and you just get that like weird feeling in your stomach or that something doesn't fe- quite feel right or something feels a little bit off and you take them on anyway. Mm-hmm. You and I both know what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not a great situation for anybody involved. So noticing like, what does that feel like in my body? Where am I feeling the cues to say like, hey, this is probably not for us mm-hmm. versus when something is in alignment, you know, to me, it's usually like this butterfly feeling. It's light, it's airy. It's like I'm on a roller coaster. I kind of want to throw up, but I'm also excited as well, right? Like it's it's really an interesting sensation. That's what my body tells me. So first I would acknowledge, what is your body saying? Mm-hmm. Start to get to know the cues of your body. And then also have you paused to really connect with yourself? Have you mm-hmm. asked yourself if this is what I want? Run it through that filter, right? Like, is this what I truly want? Is this Does this feel interesting to me? Does this feel like I want to know more, right? Am I leaning into that? Or am I trying to force myself to do something that I don't really want to do? Mm-hmm. Now, let's also acknowledge like there are things that we don't want to do, right? I don't really want to do taxes, but I have to, okay, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to always want to like take the trash out back when it's cold outside. But, you know, sometimes it just needs to be done. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about decisions where you are investing your time, your money, your energy, your love. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. That's because sometimes people take it so literal. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't want to do this. So I'm in not alignment. I shouldn't do it. It's like, well, hold on. Let's use our filter here. There are some things that we just have to suck up and do, like you said, taxes. But there's other things that we actually have choices, right? I mean, we still have a choice not to do your taxes, but you're going to end up with a consequence with the tax man, right? So let's right. just be smart about it. But ultimately, is whatever I have this saying is whatever you're not changing, you are choosing. And obviously, I predominantly work with women. And I'm just going to like... I will hear things like they'll start to blame their partners. They'll start to blame Facebook ads. They'll start to do whatever. But I'm like, at the end of the day, you are still responsible for how your life works out. And nobody is coming to save you. And when you start looking at this alignment piece, we can, and I know you're going to talk about how they can get back into alignment in just a minute, but you can either choose to stay stuck or choose to move on. Um, those are your choices, but don't whinge and moan if you're not, if you're, if you're making the choice to stay stuck. Right. And this is a big thing that I see is people's, it's still a choice. You're still choosing to stay stuck and be okay with that, but don't whinge and moan about it. Right. Like just carry on then, because that's where I think women, we've got to take that responsibility. No, no one was coming to save me when I said that to my husband, you know what I mean? I, no family member, no, no one was coming to do any of that work. It was me. It was a choice that I actually had to actively, you know, take. And it's scary, but there's, you know, we all can do courageous things. Now, I'm going to be play devil's advocate here. And I don't know how much of this is mindset, but we'll talk about this in a minute. But in today's business landscape, you know, some people argue that certain countries are in recession, for example. How do individuals adapt and maintain alignment 
when facing things like recession, market conditions, industry trends, technology advancements, etc., when they're like, well, this is what everyone else is doing. They might not be in alignment, but they do it anyways. Like, what advice do you have around that? Well, I think that this is actually one of the greatest opportunities because usually when things get heightened like that, there's uh, there's a change happening. There's talks of recession. There's all this stuff. What's everybody want to do? Mm. They want to yank the wheel. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people end up out of alignment because they're flowing through to and with everyone else. Mm. And so I think in 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 moments like this, this is the opportunity where you actually can shine a lot brighter mm-hmm. by by being in alignment, right? Because you're not jerking the wheel to the left. Instead, you're staying in your path, in your lane, and choosing what's right for you and how you best show up for your audience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we're talking about changes and evolutions, I think that we we all have our own kind of personal scale. I think about this with clothing, right? This is something we can all relate to. Like when we're talking about being in alignment with our clothing, even we're talking about little details here, but an important one, we all have our own personal scale. I like Mm -hmm. to think of it from sweatpants to ball gown and everything in between, right? Like Uh there are different versions of me as myself, depending on the different situations that I need to be in. You know, if I go to be on an interview with Oprah one day, for instance, I'm probably going to move a little further up my scale and not show up in my uh-huh. sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I also host a once a month Sunday intuitive coaching session. It's called No Brawl Sunday, and there is I am in sweatpants. I am in no makeup. I am in a messy bun, right? And but mm-hmm. that's still me. So really knowing and evaluating where where am I? What do I need of myself on this scale? Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm on my own scale, I am in alignment. And so I would encourage the same with business and in in the climate of change is as long as you're on your own scale, you can shift and move things as mm-hmm. much or as little as you need to. It's when we start going outside of ourselves to do what everyone else is doing that we start to really rock the boat in not the best of ways. When we say rock the vote and not the best of ways, what have you seen in your experience as some of the potential consequences of lack of alignment within a person? Oh my gosh. I mean, we could write a whole book on this. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of examples, right? Um, undercharging or overcharging, right? If you're mm-hmm. if you're not charging in alignment, you're probably not selling the best. You're not mm-hmm. feeling good about yourself or what you're delivering. You're probably hesitating to show up online. Right. If you're if you're out of alignment in the way that you create content, you're probably not creating it very often, which means it's not working for you, which means you're not making sales. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, or maybe even worse, you're attracting the wrong clients because you're showing up as a whole different version of yourself that's not actually who you are. Um, you know, out of alignment can really jack up your body. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk about stress and anxiety and tension and um, a dysregulated nervous system being out of alignment will throw all of that mm. off off center um but also just like be like living a life right when you're out of alignment i don't think that people are truly living mm. they're they're getting by they're checking off lists they're getting through the day and i don't know about you but that's not how i want to live my life and i don't think it's how most people want to live their life but it's 
it's become so familiar that that is just the norm or the standard. So when you're out of alignment, you're not truly living, which means you're not really happy, which means you're not absorbing experiences or trying new things or or going after the things that you actually truly want. And I think that's so true. And I think it's one of those things that if people are to say, well, I don't really know if I'm in alignment or out of alignment or whatever. And I'd be like, you know, are you happy? If you were on your deathbed tomorrow, do you have any regrets? And it's a warped question, I know, but it's a question that I use regularly instead of my masterminds. I'm like, any regrets right now, ladies? And they're like, oh, actually, I haven't done this or I want to do this, but I was too scared to do this or what people would say, whatever. You know, check yourself, ask yourself, what regrets would you have? And and I think it's to stem again in that space, right, to be able to sit and ponder is those regrets that you'll know very quickly, and I believe quite easily, what needs to change. It's whether or not you choose to do it or not. Because if you're sitting there, if I was on my deathbed, but I have regrets, you'll know what need, you know what you want. You know, and like you said, that physical response that your body's getting that you were talking about earlier, Laura, is like your body can't hold that away. You know, you'll feel sick in the gut, right? Like you'll know that something's got to change physiologically. That will tell you. Now, and I true. Go ahead. I, if, if I can add, I also truly believe and have experienced firsthand that the closer you get to the point where something has to change, the louder all of that gets. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. So whatever's happening in your life, things start going haywire, your body starts really screaming at you, you know, some unexplained physical challenges happen, like things fall apart. I'm not saying that that happens always, but I'm just saying the closer that you get to the point where something must change all of that stuff gets louder. I feel like it's like the universe gives you a nudge, you know, like it's like this soft, gentle nudge at the beginning, like, hey, you've got a little headache. But now the headache's been there for like five months. Now it's a migraine, right? Or you've gained weight and they're like, they nudge you, they nudge you. And then all of a sudden it's like the universe just like, and again, I'm not a physical person, but it's like the universe just like slaps you cold, you know, like, when are you going to wake up? And we forget about those nudges. We minimize them. We distract ourselves. We push them down further. But I believe those nudges are, are giving us clues about what needs to change. So I'd encourage you to, do you know what I mean, embrace the nudge and explore and get curious about what that nudge is trying to tell you. Now, how do people get back into alignment? We've, we've talked about the consequences. We've defined alignment. We've given us some great examples. But how can people get back into alignment? Yeah, so I I have this process that I love to teach on and it's called the power back process. It's it's intended to help you get back into yourself so that you can choose an aligned action. Mm-hmm. So, it's an acronym, AURA, A U R A, unfully intended. And the first letter is A, which is awareness. Uh-huh. We have got to be aware. We have to start noticing because if you don't notice, if you don't slow down long enough to even tap into it or hear it or feel it, it will continue, period. Mm-hmm. So awareness is is something like I mentioned earlier, listening to your body. What is your body saying? Um, noticing the thoughts that you're having in your mind. When you go to do something or decide something or take action on something, like just noticing what's going on in, on and around you. Mm-hmm. When you catch that stuff, and that's what this is all about, we're catching it. We're catching mm-hmm. ourselves instead of falling down the path that we would typically do or following the should. We're catching it so that we can actively and consciously choose something different this time. That gives us the opportunity to go into you, which is to unpack it. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Where did this come from? What am I interested in? Um, what is this trying to tell me? Is this something that I've seen before? We're just starting to like 
get interested in it, right? I, I mm-hmm. see this as a very like fluid, um, kind of captivating, like, ooh, what is this maybe trying to tell me, right? It's a really interesting mm-hmm. space. And it starts to diffuse any of those like big emotions or or big thoughts that you may have been having. Mm-hmm. Then we can shift over to R, which is to reframe it. What's really true? What do I actually want? What is possible in this situation, right? We're, we're tapping into our higher self. We're starting to get reconnected with what I actually want and starting to maybe even consider what that might be. And once we've gotten back into ourselves, right? That's what this whole process is about, is about getting back into ourselves. Then we can move on to A, which is to take aligned action. Mm-hmm. That's to choose to move forward from you, not from the person next to you, not from the person's post that you just saw, not from something that your spouse or parent or sister said to you about moving forward with what you desire, what you need, what you want to do to bring this next thing forward for you. So this process is nice because you don't need anything. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to carry anything around. This is a way to shift your mindset in the moment so that you can start to take conscious aligned action. And these happens in the happen in the littlest, the smallest of decisions. And again, that's where I would encourage everyone to start is like really just start noticing some of the small things. Like a really great place to start is, are you in alignment with what you're going to eat for lunch today? Mm-hmm. And, and I know that sounds really silly, but we don't even think about that. Or mm-hmm. how many times have you been out with a group of people and everybody's ordering the salad and you're like, oh, I, I really kind of wanted the burger, but everyone's getting the salad and I don't want to, you know, that, that whole rigmarole. Mm-hmm. Is this what I want? Do I want the salad? No, I want the burger for whatever reason. That's okay for me. And I'm going to give myself permission to do that. It's the smallest of changes. And I think it's what people forget too, is I think they just think that everything's supposed to be big changes. But remember, a hundred small changes is going to accumulate to bigness, right? How can it not? It's a data game. If you take the emotion out of it, ego out of it, it's like, it's a numbers game here, people, right? You become aware of what you're eating. You let go of a toxic relationship. You decide to walk a little bit more of it. Whatever it is, it's going to accumulate to goodness. It's going to accumulate to high vibe energy. I mean, and like attracts like. And so if you start small, these little things are going to have a big ripple effect later on, 100%. And, you know, I also look at like, I say to a question that I say is, what am I, what am I no longer available for? When I'm like starting to get out of alignment, I'm like, for example, I'm no longer available. I've been keeping my dog for example, well, it's my ex-husband, my dog, but I've been having her on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, even though he's got a new partner and she can help whatever. And I like message him yesterday. And I'm like, FYI, I knew I was in, in a, like I was unaligned with having the dog, but I just kept doing it. I was people pleasing. I was like effective this week. The dog is back with you. Whenever the kids are with you, you've got a partner now to help you. I'm no longer available for this. And that lightness that came from that decision, you know, was awesome. I, but was I, I was expecting like all hell to break loose, him to have a cow about it, whatever. But I was like, not my problem. This is a you problem, not a me problem anymore. Figure it out. And it's just like that one little thing yesterday, everything else, I had like a pep in my step. Everything was like lighter because I'd stick up for myself and what I wanted. And I know that I don't want to have to keep having the dog those two days of the week. And my life revolves around the dog. Love the dog. But do you know what I mean? It's it's our dog and I'm not available for that anymore. So asking myself, what am I no longer available for? I've also found to be a really great stepping stone to sit and pause 
and be like, I'm not available for this. I'm not available for this. And knowing what you're not available for will help to lead to that alignment part. Also, that's just kind of what I've worked with for me. Now, this has been awesome because I'm a firm believer that if you're not in alignment, you won't have a successful business. I'm pretty bold about that. I pretty much stand in it. And I've seen it with hundreds and hundreds of women that I work with. Those who are in alignment will succeed, not just financially in making more money, but they will succeed in love, marriage, relationships, you name it. And they grow and grow and grow. Those who are not in alignment, typically I see this like, they move one step forward, two steps back. One step forward is like this cycle. So this conversation has been absolutely so valuable, especially with this time of year. So for those listeners who would love to connect with you, where can they connect with you? What are you up to? How can they work with you? Yeah, absolutely. So lauraora.com is the best way to connect with me. Um, you can learn about, I teach classes. I have a monthly group called the Gutsy Collective of you know just really amazing women coming together to to move forward in life and business. Um, yeah. The Gutsy Podcast, of course, is a, is a phenomenal resource to really start charging your mind and starting to make little shifts. Um, and next week, actually, I have a, a workshop. It's called the Mindfuckery Workshop. And it. it's, yes, it is, it is fully intended to help you get out of your own way and start making progress towards the things that you really, really, truly want. It's one of my favorite things to teach and coach on. So um, that starts on Monday, um, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Would love to have you if you're interested. Yes. And we'll make sure to include all the links in the show notes for this also so that it's easily accessible for everyone who's wanting to join next week. And make sure that if you're already listening to this podcast, make sure to go over and subscribe to Laura's podcast too, because you can never have enough podcasts in your ear as far as I'm concerned. But before we wrap up, I've got one final question. And my question is, looking back on your business journey, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? Oh, you know, I I have so many of these. The one I think I honestly truly wish I knew then was that it really is okay to honor what you want and not please the hell out of everybody around you. Mm-hmm. I I built so much of the early days of my business off of what everyone wanted of me, needed of me, or I molded and shifted so many things to make sure that everyone else is happy. And I forgot to do that for myself. Mm-hmm. And so if I could go back and look back and and know that, you know, building a business the way that feels great to you, not only impacts your life, but it impacts the lives of the people around you as well. Oh, I love that one. Absolutely love it. Well, I know it's getting late back in Pennsylvania for you and good old of US of A. And I really appreciate you staying up tonight to do this particular episode because I know the listeners out there are going to find it absolutely beneficial. So thank you so much, Laura. I appreciate you. I appreciate your wisdom. I appreciate your time. Now, you amazing human, I hope you have a beautiful day no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining us for another amazing episode of the Angela Henderson online show next week. But for now, have a beautiful day. Much love from Brisbane, Australia. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson online business show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.